0: Everybody and welcome back to the Come Play podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk about all the NFL coach hirings. We're going to talk about the college football national championship uh, game in which Clemson absolutely dominated Alabama. Uh, and we're going to have a discussion um, on what classifies someone to be a Hall of Famer in sports. Uh, and with me today are uh, Bobby and Brendy. Say so what's up, guys?
1: What's up, guys? Hello.
0: Wow. <laughs> brain it out already okay. yeah, i have i have to I'm trying to use that the the, fir- the but the first thing you say
2: yep absolutely
0: okay i'm All i'm right. a kid Any-
2: on I'm a kid on Christmas with this thing you have no idea
0: <laughs> um yeah, so we have some uh you know the list looks shorter uh than usual weeks, but whenever we say that, we always still up two hours, so uh <laughs> we'll see what happens um we are gonna go right into it though um some the uh The vacancies in the NFL for the coaches are being filled very quickly. And uh, as we speak, we might be getting, um, you know, some more news. But we start with Bruce Arians uh, going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after saying he was uh, retiring last year. um, And he's been in the booth for CBS this year. Uh, He goes there. Uh, Todd Bowles, who just got fired as the head coach for the uh, Jets goes to uh goes there as well as a defensive coordinator. Um uh interesting one about this too. <laughs> what are you laughing at?
1: <laughs> um I muted my mic so I could fart and the mic still picked it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Didn't even hear it. What? I didn't, I didn't hear even it. hear it either, but you mm-hmm. know we're gonna we're gonna continue <laughs> here. Fucking kid man. Um the interesting uh the interesting one about Uh, The interesting thing about this uh, particular deal is that uh, the Cardinals claimed that they still had the rights of Bruce Arians because he retired. So, uh, you know, in doing that, they got a 6th round pick from the Buccaneers in exchange for a seventh-round pick. So, you know, that just is a weird little thing. Um, But, yeah, uh, a lot of people are um, kind of – Confused because, uh, yeah, like he said, he he had retired, but now he's back. Brendi, uh you know, they're an AFC South team that the Falcons play twice a year. How do you feel about his hiring? Are you talking about Gary Kubiak because he doesn't what play the f- a- he doesn't he
1: doesn't talk. Are he doesn't you playing a- the a- he doesn't play in the AFC
0: South? Are you listening? <laughs> I said Bruce Arians. You fuck.
1: I thought
3: you said.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. um-
1: I what was, is going on? So I was literally doing some coaching research, and you, I, I had fucking Gary Kubiak coming.
3: <laughs> but, All right.
0: But
1: you, and either way, you said AFC South, which is incorrect. It's oh, NFC South.
0: NFC, I'm sorry, NFC South. Either way, NFC South, Buccaneers, Falcons. The Falcons play the Bucks two times a year. How do you feel about the Bruce Arians signing? Um,
1: I feel great, great as a Falcons fan because it basically means the Falcons are Get two wins a year at least.
2: <laughs> but, hey, you got something to look forward to, huh?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's it, it's like the Steelers playing the Browns. Like you can guarantee two wins and maybe a tie.
2: I want to I want to read a, a tweet from uh, uh, Adam Rank. Uh, right. Bruce a- he says uh, Bruce Arians is your friend who says he's too tired to hang out that night, but then you see him later that evening in the bar, downing shots of Fireball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds about right. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I, yeah, like, uh, I, I, I just, I just feel great. I, I, just feel great as a Falcons fan. Like it's, it's the perfect, perfect down shot
2: shit. to fireball. Yep. I feel great as a Falcons fan right now. I feel just, just right this second. I feel great.
0: It's funny yep. too because I don't know if you guys know, like, will remember this gift, but like, it's been infamous since he did it. Like, it's just him, Bruce Arians, like on the sideline, and he just turns his head really quickly and yep. looks shocked.
2: Well, I'm looking, I'm looking right at it. It's the one, yeah. it's the first reply under the Adam Rank tweet.
0: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, it's, that's the only thing I know. Well, not the <laughs> Look, only thing I know Has but. I'm just really happy
1: you said gif, not jif. Oh, it, it, it is jif. It is jif. You GIF. all
2: can fight me. <laughs>
0: um, and yeah, like I said, uh, top balls goes there as a defensive coordinator, so, uh, yeah, we have that there, and then the next one, uh, the team that Bruce Arians used to coach, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, get Cliff Kingsbury, uh, who was the coach for, um, uh, former Texas Tech coach, uh, and was a was the um, coach for us. or he was the offensive coordinator for USC last year, correct?
1: um cliff kingsbury no texas tech
0: what,
2: he was he, he was he was head coach of
0: texas yeah, tech i was gonna say he was head coach yeah he was head coach of texas tech but I'm, i believe he was with usc as an offensive coordinator this year uh um, kingsbury I don't, fought, I don't, I don't know yeah I meant, yeah I don't know. kingsbury was fired on texas tech on november 25th uh and then mm-hmm. got hired on december 6th as an offensive coordinator for usc he, he must have sure. literally
1: played like hardly any games it shows People how much he i pay them.
2: attention to cliff kingsbury
1: <laughs> yeah. Um
2: I've been keeping up like Kingsbury. He now.
1: was he was their O. C. for a month, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. That's the point. I, I am yeah. saying but I, I, I thought he like I remember like seeing a picture of him with USC. I, personally I don't know that much about him besides like with like I know his time at Texas Tech, but you know recently I should say, I don't really know much about him, but um he's uh one of those young coaches, thirty nine years old. Um, we've seen success with that with um, Sean McVeigh and, uh, Sean McDermott last year with the bills, not so much this year, but, um, yeah, I mean, he comes in, uh, he has his quarterback of the future. They think in Josh Rosen, who they drafted last year had a tough year, but you can't really blame him um, yeah. because of the team he has around him um, and how their offense is being used. But, um, but yeah, uh, he comes in. Um, and looks to turn that team around, who, uh, I mean, the good news for him is they have the first overall pick, so uh, they hopefully will take, uh, well, they might take Nick Bosa or somebody to help that team out and help him out, but, yep, uh, he goes there, and then, Brundy, the other thing for you uh, that I wanted to point out was, uh, and we mentioned this yesterday when we were talking, Dirk Cutter and Mike uh, Mike Malarkey, Uh, Excuse me, return to the Falcons. Um, And I'll let you talk about this because I know you have your opinions on Dirk Cutter. Uh, So go ahead. How do you feel about um, them returning to the Falcons?
1: Right. So when I'm going to specifically focus on Dirk Cutter because I feel like that's a little bit more important. Um, When when I first heard the hiring of Dirk Cutter, um, at first I was like a little shocked and then disappointed because I was just like, okay, great. Um, you know, another shitty higher offensive coordinator because basically he had, he had got fired by the Falcons for um, basically just, you know, not being good enough. He was previously the OC from 2012 to 2014 um, and um, was let go after a disappointing six and 10 season in 2014. Uh, but a point that a point that I heard in the, in the, um, radio that actually kind of changed my mind uh was the fact that matt ryan is probably maybe just past his prime if not like on the very last tail of it uh and that's and that's because um well that's obviously because of his age but hiring an offensive coordinator that he's at least got some sort of familiar familiarity with the system i feel like is actually like really helpful um in order for the Falcons to at the very least be a playoff contender, if not a Super Bowl contender. So I I I kinda changed my stance on it. I think it's actually a pretty good hire.
0: Yeah. Um I might be in the minority here. I actually I'm I'm actually kind of a fan of Derek Cutter. I think you know his success uh or his lack of success, I should say in Tampa should not be all on him. He had a A turnover-prone quarterback and a terrible defense, and um, in this league, that is a recipe for disaster. Trust me, Um, (laughs) that it's just terrible. So, yeah, I think uh, I I think he's he's not as bad as people say. Um, But yeah, they uh, they come back to the Falcons, and uh, and we'll see what impact that has there. Uh, We move on. We have a few more here. Um, Titans offensive coordinator or you know, before he got hired, uh, to the Packers, uh, Matt Lafleur, uh, goes to the Packers, like I said, offensive coordinator for the Titans a past year. Um, and, uh, the, the, the interesting thing about him, uh, which a lot of people kind of like is that, uh, he previously worked under Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan, two up and coming coaches in the league. Uh, and now he gets his, his, uh, job, uh, over in, um, in green Bay. So uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, again, another young coach, 39. Um, and uh, you know, he's worked with Jared Goff, Matt Ryan. So uh, he's got, you know, some quarterbacks he's worked with. Now he works with maybe, you know, arguably the, one of the best in the league, Aaron Rodgers. Um <laughs> Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's a nice little replacement it gets, uh, I, I like the young blood coming into the league. Like, you know, it's always, it's, I feel like sports in general is like an old man's league, like old white people. <laughs> um, yeah, but-
1: it, it it's funny too because very much is. It, it, it's it's funny too because you mentioned someone like Kingsbury with the um with the Cardinals. Um, you know we ca- I you know I'm kind of I guess making fun of the higher now. Um, but and and like the whole Josh Rosen thing as well. Um, but then but then like thinking back to it. Um, uh, there was, uh, personally, right now, I think Josh Rosen is underperforming and is like almost bus status.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it's only one year, but
1: yeah. Well, no, so here's my point, though. Uh, someone else I used to think was a bus back in 2016 before he got a new coach, Jared Goff. Yeah. Yeah. Because he played abysmal with, um, Jeff
0: Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Well, Jeff Fisher. <laughs> that's another story for another time. Right. right but uh, but that, that's,
1: that's, that's, it, it's, it's kind of the same thing, though. Never really know with these new coaches because now Jared Goff is like, a, like probably one of maybe the second most important part of that team.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It, it's always interesting. And, and like I said, uh, you know, he's got now Aaron Rodgers is starting to get old, but, Um, you know, he's, uh, one of the best players in the league. Um, now, interestingly enough, uh, the Packers, uh, interviewed 10 candidates all together and he was the choice. Um, some of those, including, um, you know, Josh McDaniels, who said he's staying with the, uh, dude,
1: he's staying with the Patriots Patriots his whole life. (laughs) Yeah, really? Like I remember, (laughs) I remember back before the Falcons hired Dan Quinn, the,
0: that the Falcons were interviewing him. Uh, they also hired, uh, um, excuse me, um, talked to Brian Flores, Adam Gase, Jim Caldwell. So he was the choice. Um, and yeah, he was a hot commodity out there. I know a lot of guys are looking at him. Um, last two here, these just came in today as we record on January 9th. Uh, Freddie Kitchens uh, gets to gets the reins uh, in Cleveland uh he's been promoted um and is the eighteenth full time coach in team history um that's a lot of coaches and to have had a lot of quarterbacks uh but yeah kitchens um was the uh worked with Baker mayfield this season, and Baker had a very good year, so I guess that has something to do with it, but they name him uh the head coach um I don't know in term um Oh, and Greg Williams is not with the team anymore. That's what I was just wondering because they had him. At, he was their defensive coordinator, um, and uh, then got promoted to head coach. But he is no longer there. So, um, yeah. Well, uh,
1: I, I, I I've said it I've said it already, and I'll say it again. Wiley is one step closer <laughs> to being a head coach. Now, yeah. everyone, everyone, give your best set hut. So. Oh- Sit. <laughs> um, <Set hut.
3: laughs> oh,
1: you gotta have like you gotta have the belly action with it too. Just oh up. yeah,
0: oh yeah, for sure. Sit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, uh, the last one here that is close to me, and I'm very very happy about. Uh, the Broncos uh, have agreed to terms with Vic Fangio, the defensive coordinator for the Bears this past season. Uh, well, for the a past little bit but uh this season the defense that they had um you know he comes over now interesting point here because uh a lot of people when you know I'm reading the replies to this and a lot of people are like well he's a defensive coordinator and look at all their struggles on offense well the the point that people are missing here is that Gary Kubiak has stepped out of retirement the the coach that took them to the Super Bowl couple you know Super Bowl 50 he comes back as the offensive coordinator Ah, uh, Vic Fangio, the head coach, and there is talks that uh, the defensive coordinator Joe Woods will be fired at some point today. Um, so if that's true, it's going to be interesting to see who replaces him. Um maybe somebody that Fangio worked with in Chicago or something. I'm not really sure. Uh, but yeah, he. Uh, it was. It was uh, between him and the. Why am I blanking on his name? The coach for the Steelers, starts with an M, not Mularkey. Anyway, um. Yeah, it's between these two, and uh, he gets the job. Um, he's been he, he's been in the league for a long time—32 uh, years altogether—with uh, different roles. But I'm very happy to see him in.
1: You're talking about the um, offensive lines coach, was it? Maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mike Mun- Munchak. Yeah, Munchak. Yeah. I, I get. Uh, Munchak and Mal- uh, Malarkey mixed up. And I knew it wasn't Malarkey. That's why <laughs> I can't remember. Um, that would be, inter- be interesting. But, uh, but they, um, they they were down to those two. And I was praying to God that it was going to be Fandrio. They bring him in. And like I said, I, maybe even the more important part is that Kubiak comes in as the offensive coordinator. So, um, you know, still a lot of work to be done for the Broncos. Still need a quarterback of the future. Don't even have that. Um, oh, dude, Case Keenum, you got him. <laughs> um, now, I mean, there. Uh, this is something we can talk about when it's closer to the draft, but there are rumors that the Broncos are basically um, willing to trade anybody, even if that's Von Miller or... Uh Emmanuel Sanders or like other they're willing to trade anybody and uh it looks like they're fishing around to see if they can get their hands on the number one pick to possibly so- select Dwayne Haskins who looks like um he could be the first quarterback off the board. Um Man, I don't know. If Ohio you have the State. number
1: I feel like if you have the number pick you gotta go I I feel like you gotta go either Bosa or
0: Allen. The the thing with the Broncos though is like well, first of all, if they had Bosa and Bradley Chubb and Von Miller, I don't know if any offensive line <laughs> could stop that. But, uh, I mean, that and then you're getting to a point where there's just too many people for a limited amount of positions. But,
1: well, uh, I mean, you said if they traded Miller. I feel like they would almost uh, have, to have to if they weren't the number one pick. Or, I don't like, know. or, like, or like someone like, or maybe, I, I honestly don't even know what it would take. I'm not experienced I mean,
0: with that. I mean, the Cardinals have the first pick, and they have Rosen, so they shouldn't be taking a quarterback. So maybe that, they don't have to move up to one, but there is talk that so they want to move up. Um, Being a Michigan fan and seeing Dwayne Haskins, you know, I watched Big Ten a lot this year, and Dwayne Haskins, like, a lot of people are doubting him, but I got to tell you, man, like, I think he could be the, like, I'm not saying the next great one, but I think he could be a really solid quarterback. Um, Yeah, for sure. Uh, like, like you know, really good. I personally want him. Uh, I mean, the other quarterbacks out there would be like Will Greer. Uh, Justin Herbert is back in the in college, so he's not there. That was the other top quarterback. My boy
1: Drew Locke. can't forget yeah. about
0: him. So here's the thing, and again, another story, another conversation for another time. But you know, the the guys that you know, Drew Locke and um, what's the the uh fuck Jones, the quarterback for Duke. Um, I can't think uh, of Daniel his name Jones. Daniel Jones, yeah, like these guys are playing against like the shittiest defenses of all time, like in the conference. they no, like, not really, but you know what I'm Daniel. Like, jo- Daniel Jones is
1: playing against top tier defenses
0: I for mean, a and, shitty and,
1: football team.
0: Yeah, for a shitty football team, but but like that's this is I don't know. I just sometimes like the quarterbacks that play for like teams like terrible teams who play in terrible conferences, like
1: like the example, Big Twelve.
0: For example, Josh Allen played for Wyoming. I'm not like he looks like he might pan out, but like it's just it's weird to me like taking a guy from a college like that. Like I don't know, it's just it's hard cuz like you just don't know what they're capable of with the competition they're coming that, up against. And, and
1: that's what the argument was for um I think Carson Wentz. Cuz he yeah. was he was from North Dakota State, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, I I mean, it's panned out for him pretty well.
0: No, and I'm not saying I wouldn't take him. I'm just saying that I'm hesitant. That's all. Um, But uh, either way, I think Dwayne Haskins, um, to me personally, I think he's the best quarterback in this draft. Um, Now, I know, you know, the Giants are down there. They're looking for their future QB. They're, you know, probably a team that would take him. So if the Broncos do want him or want a quarterback and want to move up, they're going to have to really do some. I was just, um, give up some pieces so
1: so according to Walter football they do like NFL mock drafts all the time
3: mm-hmm.
1: um they have they have a mock draft for every team so far assuming like no team trades up they ha- currently have Haskins going number 6 to the Giants right um which i think is extremely unlikely because some team probably like the Broncos quite honestly might um uh some team is going to trade up in the top 5 to
0: try to get Haskins. Yeah, so the Broncos have the 10th pick in the draft. And, um, and and
1: Haskins according to this is the first quarterback off the board.
0: Do you have do you have the full list of like the the um drafts like who is picking th- uh first through 5th? Yes. Um who is number who's number 2 through 5?
1: Uh so in order it's the 49ers, the Jets, the Raiders, the Bucks. And then the Giants.
0: Interesting. Because the two teams there that you think might take. So, you have the 49ers who are not going to take a quarterback. They have Jimmy G. No, they're, um, they're, 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 they're taking Williams. There's they no have, doubt. They have the Jets, who have their future quarterback. Now, the Raiders are interesting because they have Derek Carr. But, you know, there's been a lot of doubt. They're not really happy with him there. Do they maybe take a quarterback? We'll see. And then the other team was. Uh, who was the other team? I'm sorry.
1: Uh, 49ers, Jets, Raiders, and
0: Bucks. And the Buck and the Bucks have said they're bringing back Jameis Winston, but you never know. I mean, uh, I think Jameis
1: Winston needs slightly better of an offensive line, though. Before, uh, I mean, before he, before he's given a complete knock. You know what I'm saying?
0: I don't know. I feel like he's just been given so many chances. Like he's like what 25 now or something. Like you know, he's not uh uh you know he's not old by any means, but you know he's he's uh played in the league for a few years now and i feel like they're still treating him like a like a rookie that's not polished yet so um we'll kind of have to see but yeah i mean then then the obvious one would be six the giants so yeah i mean if a team wants haskins they'd probably have to move up in the top five um and then you know and and then maybe take him um like i said there's other quarterbacks on the board, but uh, right now, Haskins, who declared, I believe, yesterday or the day before, looks like the outright number one. So um, that will be something we talk about uh, when the draft comes up. Um, I'm sure we will do a show dedicated, uh, you know, or a portion of the show, at least, dedicated to the NFL draft when that's around the corner. Um Yep. Uh, but yeah, for now we will, uh, move on. Um, we have a little bit, bit of an update from a heartbreaking story that happened last April. Um, it was all over the news, especially in Canada. Um, the Humboldt Broncos, uh, bus crash, uh, on April 6th, 2018. Um, the, uh, The truck driver that crashed into the bus uh, just pleaded guilty to 29 counts, um, 16 counts dangerous driving causing death, and 13 counts of dangerous driving causing bodily harm. Uh, The sentencing will begin January 28th, and uh, he has a maximum of 14 years um, on the sentence. Um, And, you know, it's just... you know, still to this day, it's a very sad thing. Um, a lot of kids lost their their life. Um, a lot of kids paralyzed from it. I seen a video. I think it was yesterday of one of the survivors. Uh, you know, skating for the first time with uh, uh, almost almost like a walker, but for ice. Um, and you know, it was it was pretty heartwarming because yeah, I mean, it was just a terrible terrible thing.
2: 16 um, dead and 13 injured were the stats for that crash
0: yeah so and then that's where the count comes I, I and i you know i know some of them were coaches and stuff like that as well and i think even like i i think um the the team announcer might have passed away in that um so so yeah just uh terrible um and then uh you know so yeah i mean We'll have to kind of see what happens with that. Like I said, at the end of the month, he'll be sentenced. Um, and then the other thing with Humboldt is they actually just hosted their first game since the bus crash um, the other night. Um, and yeah, uh, it's just like I said, very sad. Um, it, it's it's just some it it it's just crazy. I remember, I just remember watching that and and the bus was just absolutely mangled and, and quite honestly and I don't mean to say this in like a bad way but like I just don't know how anybody even survived that like it was terrible um but you know I'm happy that uh you know some of these guys are are coming back I know like I said I seen like the one kid skating um so, so yeah it's really it was just a tragedy that um you hope never happens again um. Um. But yeah. Uh. You know. I. I don't know if we. I think we started the podcast months after this happened. But. Um. Yeah,
2: this was in um, April of last year, yeah, so I remember until August.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know. Still to this day, I'm sending prayers to the family because that's there, just, there's
2: there's there's still a long road for a lot of these kids, man. Long yeah, for sure. Long road ahead. For it's only sure. been nine months. It feels like forever ago. It really does. It it's yeah. surprises me that it hasn't even been a year yet. Yeah, but, you know, it took the NHL by storm. Uh, uh, I think all the teams were sporting the humble Broncos logo on the back of their uh, back of the helmets, and there were a ton of fundraisers that the NHL did. So, go on the NHL for stepping in and giving the kids, you know, still keeping them in the hockey world and still keeping them in their thoughts, and you know, doing all those things for them was good. Um, hockey world definitely sticks together um yeah. do through stuff like this it, it's yeah. something you don't see very often but yeah it's good to see um and uh you know hopefully this court case will give some i guess some of the family's peace but there's only so much you can do especially for the ones yeah. who lost their 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 children and scratch so you know um, yep prayers as always
0: yeah i i will say you kind of hit the nail on the head with that point the hockey world definitely came together um the nhl did a fantastic job with you know supporting and and doing what they needed to do but yeah um you know uh i i feel this happens a lot and it's good to see you know when tragedy does happen um and people come together it's really it's a touching thing because you know people need it uh and and it was no different in this case like i said they did a fantastic job um but yeah we will uh wait and see about the sentencing and like i said they just um Excuse me, they just hosted their uh, first game the other night. So, um, like we said, prayers f- for them. Um, and we will move on. Um, sucks. It, it still sucks to this, you know. It's going to suck forever, but... Yeah, it's thing. Uh, good, I mean. It's it just terrible. I mean, you know, playing... Not that I ever was uh, traveling on a bus or anything, but playing travel hockey and stuff like that, it's... It, it it hits home and, and just anything in the sports world, any tragedy, any tragedy anywhere. But, you know, when, when it's, it comes to this and uh, it's just it stings. So um, but yeah, we will uh, we'll move on here. Um, no easy way to move on after talking about that, but we will try. Uh, we move on to uh, a, a topic that <clears throat> we were going to have on last week because it broke last week uh but just really didn't have any room on the podcast and so now I want to talk about it cuz I want to open up a bigger point so Alex Ovechkin um one of the best goal scorers of all time uh you know has been to multiple all-star games um and and has done a lot for the NHL said he's skipping out on this all-star game uh despite being named the Metro- Metropolitan Division captain um he said that he basically what he said was that his age um you know taking uh, a day another day off giving his body some rest uh is more important than doing this essentially is what he said uh now he will receive a one game suspension for this uh which is mandatory uh if a player was to skip out on the All-Star game um he said uh i will just for the to- Uh, quote from him he said first of all thanks for all the fans who voted for me um i know it's a tough decision obviously i'd like to be part of all these events but right now i think that uh i think that this is written wrong but right now i think that at this time of year um at my age uh it's better to take a one week break um it's hard but it's better for me i think it i think at this point um so yeah, like I said, he will get a one game suspension for that. But the question I wanted to open up is does this start a does this start something going forward where, you know, the older players, um, you know, guys who have been through the trenches, their bodies are beat up. Um, you know, by the end of the year they're hanging on for dear life with their injuries. Does this open up a discussion where a lot of guys start uh, Skipping the Ulster game, Bobby. I'll go to you first, and and I'm not even saying this just for the NHL. I want to open this up a, a, as a broad point for all sports. But we'll start with the NHL. And I'll start with you, Bobby. Do you think that this is a is going to have a trickling effect where other guys will start doing this? Um, whether it's through, you know, them not doing it because you know they just need that break or injury or or what? Um, what do you think?
2: Um. So. Uh... It was something I first thought of as soon as the the news broke where its kind of leads. i mean the the all star game has been um criticized for a very long time a yes. very, very long time. I mean, and deservedly so. I mean, it really doesn't mean anything anymore. There's no and this goes outside of the NHL, obviously, you know the 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 pro Bowl in the NFL doesn't mean shit anymore. It just doesn't um yeah. and 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 that that's the truth so especially my, my problem with the all-star game and besides the fact that it doesn't mean anything is that it falls in such a weird time like why are you having it in the middle of the season where guys can get hurt and ruin a team's chances of of, of maybe going to the cup like yeah, seriously yeah. like and this is this is honestly I don't know how this didn't happen earlier so I'm, I'm kind of happy that Ovi's taking the step because he's he knows that You know, the caps are in another position to make another playoff run. So he doesn't want to, you know, have something stupid happen in the All-Star weekend and tear his ACL and then all of a sudden the caps are losing and out of the playoffs. So I don't know how this hasn't happened earlier. I'm not surprised. What I hope happens is this kind of sends a ripple effect down, at least in the NHL, that says, Hey, you guys gotta rethink what this is doing. Like you guys gotta rethink how this is done because it is not the right way. Right? Like I I would understand it a little bit more. If even if it didn't mean anything, right, if you put it after the cup, right, like if you put it like after yeah. the cup, after all the playoffs are over and then you have the all star game as like a celebration then the guys are going to try a little bit more. I mean, you're never going to get the guys to fully like play at an elite level, like as if they're playing a regular season game or playoff game, you're never going to have that happen. But yeah. you can at least get them to at least try a little bit more because they have a few months to recover if something does happen. You know what I mean, but at the end of the day, unless you give it some sort of merit as to why they're there, besides you know just having to be there contractually, then you're gonna have more of this happen. And and you know, I'll, I'll give the at least for the NHL, the all star weekend, this much credit that they you know they added the skills competition and then all those other things. And it is, for all intents and purposes, a hockey celebration. You know, the, the fans still buy tickets to this thing and go there, and I'm sure. The atmosphere in, in, at the arena is always, you know, lots of fun and, and really cool to see. Um, but it, it, it's a risk for the players. You know, ima- imagine if Ov went or if somebody like McDavid went and got hurt and was out for the season. You would have people calling for Betman's head. <laughs> and 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 you, you know, he would have to be forced to rethink how this goes. But before that happens, how about you start thinking about it now? So what I hope happens here is that Ovechkin sent a very clear message to the NHL about how uh, the All-Star game works. Like I said, I hope it sends a ripple effect. Um, I don't foresee anybody else kind of dropping out of the, the All-Star game. Um, I really don't. Uh, but I, I think he made a statement, and I hope the NHL is paying attention.
0: Um, you know, it's the one point I kind of took for that, from you is and and i know it what the hell brandy (laughs) i'm I'm sorry (laughs) it's
1: it's the same thing like literally i I, like looking for stories and like a fucking video plays and it's like i can't can't fucking stop it Make the computer go through your headphones though the hell dude dude, i promise you like it it it, it is doing that i think i think it's just because i have the computer volume barely on
0: (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) anyway
1: (laughs) All right, you shouldn't be able to
0: hear it anymore. I turned it all the way down. How about that?
2: Good
3: boy.
0: The the, the one point I wanted to, like, that you said that I want to bring, because this has kind of been a debate with the Pro Bowl, is the timing of the year. Because actually a lot of people don't like that it's, you know, right before the Super Bowl uh, with the Pro Bowl. But, you know, the thing about that is, like, what you said, like, if somebody gets hurt, because everybody in the Pro Bowl is not playing for the Super Bowl. So, like, if somebody gets hurt, like, it's not like it's going to affect the season. Um and if you're
1: in the Super Bowl you're not even allowed to
0: play Yeah, you're literally not allowed to. So like, um, you know, now it's it it's tough with the other sports. Um, you know, with with football basically being a three month uh well, you know, after playoffs four month schedule. Um opposed to hockey where it's it's you know, um it, after playoffs and all are all said and done, about, you know, eight, nine months. So it's tougher to have uh, an All Star game like before the finals because now you're looking at an All Star game in June. Um, you know, I I don't know if that affects anything, but either way, I mean, you're right. It's it's the same thing with baseball and and basketball as well is that you have the All Star game right in the smack dab in the middle of the year. If something does happen, um, now you're looking at you know big problems. So, um, yeah, I, I you know. I have to side with Obi here. I mean, you know, he's he's getting up there and age, and you know, he's been doing great things for a long time. You don't want an also game to deteriorate that, but you know, even over the other sports, I think, it, like for example, and this is, I know this is kind of a stereotype at this point, but uh, or like a stereotypical point, I should say, but um, with the Pro Bowl, I mean, guys are just not even tackling, like like you know, like either the they're basically playing two-handed touch out there. Um what like what fun is that for the for the fans? Um in hockey, I mean they do the 3 on 3 which made it a little bit more exciting. Um you know, it, it's it's uh it, it's better than it was, I'll say that. But you know, guys are not going 100%. They're going 60% maybe the max. Um and and in baseball it's you know you you know they play like a regular game and stuff but they have a pitcher coming in almost every inning guys that are getting subbed in and out it's not a real game and the craziest thing about that was that base the all-star game decided where the world series was for the longest time in baseball which was the craziest thing ever like the the craziest point ever for me i don't i never understood that um you know where home field advantage would be was decided by the All Star game. That that's insane. But you know either either it, way it
2: to play for, because um, usually I mean so nowadays you know home field is decided by seeding, right for for the most part at least in the NFL. Um, you know part of part of the the um, you know clinching a playoff spot at, toward the end of the season is to get home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Um, so I I guess. It's, I don't know. I, I kind of liked the idea of it, but mainly because, okay, if it's not that that the All-Stars are playing for, then what can they possibly play for? Like, I don't right. see what else it could possibly be. Um, That being said, it can kind of screw things up with, you know, if a team's really good, they, you know, when they, they lose home field because of an All-Star game. Yeah. And then I don't know
0: losing the world. Yeah, like I, I, never got that. I mean, that was they removed that now. Uh, but. Yeah, I
2: mean that's gone. But that that was the idea. I don't know. It they, they, they I don't think they can really give anything to play for. Am I? I think the only way you're gonna get some respect out of the All Star game back is if you do it after a championship is played. That's the right. only way I think this can happen. Um, because you know everybody's done. Everybody can if something stupid happens. You know, they have a little bit of time to recover over the summer and whatever. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, this is It's hard. But I mean, it's not they can't keep doing it this way. I the NHL especially. They're driving me crazy. It, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think I've watched. I mean, I, I've, I'll i watch the clips after the fact. Like, All right. You know, my, my favorite from what year or two ago was when P.K. Subban uh, dressed up as Yamir Yager and yeah. did his breakaway yeah. with the mullet and everything. I I don't know. It just I, I I don't think there's there's gonna be anything that they can do to to make it like the holy. This is the matchup of the century. Yeah, uh, they're playing for the top prize. Unless you want to give them a trophy.
0: I <laughs> mean, at the end of, at the end of the day, the All Star Game is for the fans. Um, it is, and. It- and I'm sure at the actual site of the All Star Game, it's much, it's a much more entertaining event, because right. I'm sure they have a lot of stuff to do and, and whatnot. Oh, but, but as a as a fan who watches on TV, and it just it just the All Star Game and all the sports never appealed to me really. I mean, I like I'll say this. I I always loved the the hot, the skills competition for the NHL. I always loved the home run derby. For baseball, uh, the new thing they're doing with the pro ball, with like their skills competition, I like I like that kind of stuff because it's it's not something you see every day. You know, you you watch a football game and you're gonna see them play, and then you watch a pro ball. It's the same thing, but you know, adding the this accuracy challenge and they were doing like dodgeball, like that's like it's different. It's cool, but like you know, the actual all star games just don't really mean that much to me. The NHL, I will say. Them doing three v three for the the all star game was a huge step in making it more entertaining. I'm just still, you know, it's tough again. With you don't want anybody getting hurt out there. Um, I, I so, think the be- I think the yeah. best year of the all star game it was John Scott. Oh, the, for sure, God, uh, and I. It's not. I watched down. I watched every bit of that
2: all star game. Yeah. You better believe that that was incredible. That was. Yeah. that was. that was just fun. It was just one of those special it, moments
0: I mean there was so much from it, you know the way he got there and the fan vote and it, it was you know the NHL was making it this terrible thing, and then what ended up happening in the game was very it was very cool, and it made um, him a ton of money it did and, and you know he's- re- i i read a book uh, his book about it, and it's um it's you know he's actually a very humble guy um and i'll have to read he that some he he, di- he didn't even want to to you know when all this backlash was happening about him getting in he tried to remove himself and then uh like his friends and the players around the league were like no and you know it was just this whole thing but yeah, yeah that, was, that was hands down the best the best uh i i think game. though
2: and i, I want to step back and you mentioned the home run derby um please d- listeners do not burn me at the stake for saying this i'm gonna try my best to word it the best way i can um <laughs> uh, i feel like the home run derby well first of all the home run derby always just feels like a great event even though it it really means nothing right. uh for, for all intents and purposes i mean it's nice to have on your resume to say that you won the home run derby like mm-hmm. um it be, you know because of how baseball is just generally played it's a lot i feel like it's a lot harder to get I mean, injuries happen, but it's a lot harder to get hurt in in uh, or I should say, it's there's less of a chance for something stupid to happen in the home run derby than the NHL All Star Game yeah. because I mean, for all intents and purposes, you're there just swinging a bat again, and I you know I, I something stupid can happen. I'm not saying that nothing stupid you know can't happen. I mean, you could tear a rotator, it could you know, stoop stupid, it hits you accidentally,
0: foul ball um, off your foot. foul ball. <laughs> like there's a,
2: mil- there's a million things. Don't get me wrong. But what, I you know, the home run derby, I feel like it is, is always the, the kind of safe bet with the MLB, uh, just for the simple fact that you're just kind of swinging something you do yep. every day anyway. No, uh, I agree. So, you know, it, it just seems like for a contact sport, like the NHL and then the NFL, you know, where you're constantly, you know, especially in the NFL, I mean, you're, you, the whole game revolves around whoever you hit. Right. So the line, even in the all-star game is always hitting each other every single play um, hockey. I mean, yeah, you can, you can take it easy on the hits and the contact a little bit, but not by much, you know, you're yeah. still moving around and, you know, if you're not looking where you're going, not keeping your head up, you know, something stupid can happen. You get a concussion or whatever, yeah, you know, I, I, it's just, I, I mean,
0: you could, you could, uh, you know, lose an edge and crash into the board. Yeah. Like it, there's a lot.
2: Yeah. It's um, high speed. You know, your, your baseball, you step up to the plate, you're planted to the ground, you got a helmet on, you got a bat, you know, you're, 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 you're you know. You still can get hurt, but it, it's a lot less likely. And I think that definitely helps the MLBs, all star stuff that they do, like the Home Run Derby, uh, you know, because a little bit safer and there's not as much risk to the players. Um, you know, I, I that that being said, you know, if someone were to, you know, a, a big name player like, uh, I don't know, I haven't I've paid
0: attention to Stanton, like, Stanton or Aaron Judge. Yeah, like or... the Stanton like,
2: Aaron Judge go up to the plate and for a Home Run Derby and tear a rotator, you better believe there's going to be some hell after that. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, I think that definitely helps LB's case why the home run derby is still considered like a prime time thing every single year.
0: Right. So um, that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, for, I mean, I, I think if you're going to see it in any sports, I think you're going to see it more for your hockeys and your, and like hockey and football, I think you'll see more guys like backing out. Um, cause I think, I think the NBA does a really good job uh entertainment wise with their all-star game now the game itself usually sucks but like the their you know their entertainment um as far as you know uh their the shows they have and they have their celebrity game and they have I don't do they still uh, Brandy I don't know do they still do the uh, skills competition for the NBA
1: uh they they do and I'm actually really interested the skills challenge um yeah i remember a couple years ago they had um Former Hawks point guards uh, Jeff Teague and A. Schroeder. Mm-hmm. Um, they they had them basically in the skills competition playing each other, um, and it, it's actually really entertaining to watch. I feel like if you guys haven't seen that, like, if, if, well, specifically if there's like someone like on your team, like, because if not, then maybe it's not as entertaining. But like, let's say you know, I don't know, Mark, not not Markel. Ben Simmons was in the skills competition, like. And it's like it's like kind of a bracket style kind of thing where it's like right. if you win, it, it's 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 like you go against other players and it, it's pretty entertaining and I definitely recommend like if one of your one of your guys is uh, in the skills competition, give it a watch because yeah. you'll be you'll 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 actually like be really cheering him on, especially like towards the end where like I think the last part is you have to shoot a three pointer mm-hmm. and like you you just <clears throat> you just like pray to God like hopefully like. The other guy keeps breaking, and then, like, you just, you know, you get it.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, I, I forgot. I mean, they obviously have the dunk contest as well. So, I, I, like I said, I think the NBA does it well. Um, I will wrap up the point here with just saying that, yeah, I think, uh, you might see this more in the future, uh, with, um, you know, maybe some older guys or some guys that are dealing with maybe some lingering injuries throughout the year who are healthy enough to do it, but maybe just need that break, you know,
3: right. it,
0: it it might happen. So, um, but, yeah, I think uh like i said i I have to side with o b here and uh really any other player that that uh does it, but uh we move on uh we are gonna talk about the absolute thrashing that happened on Monday night uh Clemson beat the shit out of alabama forty four to sixteen um man, I'll tell you one thing that game that first quarter, I thought we were gonna see like the score after the first quarter be like forty five forty five uh the way they were playing. Um, the game started off. Uh, well, Clemson got the ball. They they punt it, and then uh, Tua throws a pick six. Um, they come back down, score. Clemson scores. Bama scores again. It it was just it was crazy. Um, in the end, uh, Clemson was just the better team. Trevor Lawrence, uh, the X factor. Just what a what a player. He's got he's gonna be one hell of an NFL quarterback one day. <laughs> um. Uh, and, um, yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't, I don't think Tua played well at all. Um, he looked very pressured. Um, he just, he didn't see in the handle the, the, the defensive pressure and the, and the, the rush that the Clemson, uh, defense was getting. Um, and, uh, and that was it. And then by the way, um. The wide receiver for uh, Clemson, who I'm forgetting his name right now, um, made that one-handed catch. No, 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 no. They're 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 a wide receiver. Uh, he made a one-handed catch, and I can't think of his name right now. Uh but he's a he's a a, a, a freshman, and um, man, he made, he came out with some big plays. God, fuck. So, oh, just I, Justin Ross. That's who it was. Um, Justin Ross was uh, had had made some. Amazing plays in that game, and I came away. But sorry, <laughs> sorry, Brandy.
1: I was just gonna say, I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. What is what is
0: with teams recently just taking really shitty fake punts and field goals? Oh my god! Yeah, what? Like, okay, here's one. It's one thing if it's like a fourth on one, but like, okay, obviously the one that is, I think might be the worst play call of all time was the Georgia. Call against Alabama this yep. year. Let, yeah, Let's
1: have fucking Justin Fields <laughs> punt the football.
0: <laughs> There's, yeah, like, you know, our backup quarterbacks on the field. Like, don't mind, don't mind us. <laughs> yeah, um, we just want to try something, guys. And, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think that was like a fourth and like fifteen or something like that. It was like it was like a fourth and over ten. I know that it
1: was not a play where like you should like maybe like. If if I'm doing a fake punt, I'm like fourth and five, like yeah. at at the, at like furthest back.
0: Yeah, and I think this was like a fourth and six, fourth and seven, or something like that. But um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it, he actually would have made it if the offensive lineman could have hold, held his block for about a millisecond but, longer. But
1: still, why do you have your like backup quarterback on like a run play like that? Yeah I, yeah, I I would say the best thing to do would be like a, I I don't know, maybe a direct snap or something.
0: Or like you know this is kind of the way of the college and n f l now like do a reverse play where like somebody comes in motion or something or you just some, something that is motion direct, the right end like something that's not a direct snap to your backup quarterback who not to mention is not fast, like I don't know, like I know Jalen hurts when i be holding the ball he's not like, even the,
1: he's Mac Jones isn't even the backup he's the backup of the backup
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly like yeah it's it's. It's um, it doesn't make sense to me, but yeah, (laughs) that is funny. That is a funny point. Yeah, with the whole fake punt thing, I don't know. uh, You know, Nick Saban, I guess at that point was just trying to make something happen. Um,
1: You you know you you know what's funny though, if that had worked, praise like Nick Saban is like a god. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I mean he already is, but you get my point.
0: But yeah, I mean, I think. uh, Clemson is very deserving. Obviously, they went fifteen and zero, but I I thought they, uh you know, Alabama didn't lose a game and they were ranked number one uh at the start of the season, so that's why they didn't move. But I thought Clemson could have easily been number one ahead of them. I mean, th- th- I'll put it to you this way: they're essentially both number ones, but Clemson just had to be number number two. But I think they were very deserving. I think we all had Clemson winning. I believe on the preview,
2: I had Alabama.
0: Oh okay, um, but yeah, I think
1: uh, Clemson. Uh, I think I think you, ha- Tyler. I think you had it closer than I did. I but, yeah, like, I we understand. both had it close-ish.
0: Yeah, I I just have to say, like I said, Trevor Lawrence. I can't speak enough about him. Comes in. Um, you know they have Kelly Bryant uh, at the beginning of the year. Um, they they go to uh Trevor Lawrence four games in. Um, you know this guy is uh supposed to be the next big thing in the NFL. Um, he was on. There's this show, uh, that Trent Dilfer does of all people, a quarterback show. Um, and I can't, of course, can't think of it right now because that's my mo for the show. But um, basically, you know, it's the top quarterback prospects out of high school come to the show and compete. And Trevor Lawrence won. And, you know, some of the past winners on that show included, like, Andrew Luck, Jared Goff, um, uh, I think, like, uh, Darnold won it, um, so, like, you know, uh, he's in good company, and, uh, and um, he should, you know, when he is draft eligible, he will be the first quarterback off the board, maybe the first player off the board. Um, so, yeah, he has a very bright future, and only a freshman. I'm just this kid back. There was there was a picture like that. I forget who posted it. It might have been ASPN or maybe even Barstool or something. But um, but there was a picture from him in May. uh, so you know, less than what eight months ago or something that. He was going to his, high school, his senior prom. <laughs> That's crazy, man. And then he just won a national championship. So, um, yeah, congrats to Clemson. Uh, I think they are the favorites. They, they are the outright favorites for the um, the championship next year. Uh, Alabama uh, at them at number two. But, um, yeah, congrats to Clemson. And uh, we've talked about the uh, this enough over the past week, so I'm not going to hold it any longer. Um, but yeah, congrats. Well, well,
3: one question
2: I do want to ask though is, mm-hmm. do we think we're going to see uh, Clemson, Alabama again next
0: year? I um, mean, they're the, they're the two favorites, so I don't. I, it's very possible.
1: Man, I I don't know. I have this feeling it's going to be it's going to be two different teams. I I I don't know why. I if I think if I I think it's going if I think if it's going to be one of the teams, I feel like it's going to be Clemson.
0: I I mean the main point is that uh Lawrence is going to be back and Tua are going to be back. So I mean there's that. I mean you have a lot of Clemson will be losing a lot of players to the NFL draft, but you know, they'll get their t- five stars back t- in.
1: Tua t- uh, cannot play like he did oh, in the in the in the
0: uh yeah. championship game though. Too many turnovers. Um you know, uh yeah, I mean that pick six at the start of the game didn't help and um you know he even fumbled that got recovered by his own team so it could have been more than he had uh he had a terrible game i mean like i said the the defensive pressure from clemson was just too much for him um but the problem is with that question bobby is if it's not them who's it gonna be like uh, like okay for so your team's behind them would be like ohio state now ohio state's quarterback uh well if if he's eligible um I should say, will be Justin Fields. Um, or yeah, Justin Fields transferred. Uh, wait a second. Am I mixing him up? Or yeah, Justin Fields just transferred to, to, um, or enrolled, I should say, in Ohio State. Um, so yeah, I mean, he might be the starting quarterback. Can he lead them? I don't know. Uh, as a Michigan fan, I don't know if we're there, uh, to make it to the final yet. Um, So that's the thing. If it's if it's not if it's not them, who's it going to (laughs) be? That would be the thing for me. So,
3: well, I I
1: I will have to say, I feel like Justin Fields leaving Georgia, um, him leaving Georgia, I feel like uh, actually hurts them um, more than they might think right now, Mm -hmm. because you know it's. I feel like Jake Fromm is going to be just about a gamble every year. Like he, he's exactly, he's exactly the kind of guy that can take you to a national championship, but he's also the kind of guy that can only get you seven wins. You know what I mean? Like, like there, there's, there's no telling. And it's funny because um, Georgia quarterbacks have been, you know, they've always been like that. At least the past two years they have.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No, I think, uh, like I said, I just can't, I mean Notre Dame, maybe, but yeah, I think, uh, and obviously Georgia too. But uh, no, I NCF. No, uh, <laughs> if if I had a, I mean, if I had a prediction now, I mean, I, 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 it's hard not to go Clemson, Alabama again. Um, but you know, we'll have to see. Uh, with you know how the 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 recruits that come in for these teams, what impacts they make. Uh, and then kind of go from there. But,
1: Very yeah. early prediction. I'm going Clemson, Ohio State.
0: Um. Yeah. And and uh, I and I hate Ohio State. I, I mean, yeah. I'm uh, with your brother. All <laughs> right, God, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a prediction, I mean, I you know I hate Ohio State too, but I I could see them getting there. Um, I could see them getting there for sure. So, ah, uh, yeah, we will have to wait and see. Uh, we will move on.
2: Excuse, excuse me uh, hold on
3: just, just 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 one just one second hold on second. hold
0: on go <laughs> um okay so uh a topic that we've kind of had uh sitting back for a rainy day uh is uh well it's a rainy day now uh because there's nothing to talk about in this world and the sports world um for the past couple of days so uh we have this question. Uh, I kind of, I thought of it, and I'm going to pose it to you guys. I'll have your answer. We'll, you know, have a big discussion, but, um, you know, what classifies somebody to be a Hall of Famer? Um, Now, we can go sport to sport, but I'm kind of talking in a general census at this point. Um, You know, the best of the best, uh, the guys that are go down forever, what classifies somebody to do that? What do they have to do on the field to do that? Uh, I guess, you know, I'll just go to one of you guys just to kind of, Get the conversation started, and then we'll kind of see where it goes. Um, so, if you, one of you want to take the reins and kind of give your answers, go for it, and then we'll kind of have a discussion from there. So, whoever uh, whoever wants to take the reins,
2: you want to start off, Brendy. All
0: right. So,
1: I so are we going to do this like basically on like on a sport by sport basis?
0: Just talk. Talk. You know, if you go into a into a specific sport, that's fine. But as for a general question, I'm just kind of going generally throughout sports not sport, okay. like not a specific sport one question so, before,
2: one question i'm sorry one question real quick one question before we get into this is uh can i count wrestling because there's a point i want to make about it
0: like wwe yes um
2: i want there, there's a point sure. i'm gonna make with it that relates to the okay. nfl and everything else
0: yes yeah, sure yeah sure. go go
2: ahead okay. all right. yeah. Uh, well yeah go brendy I'll, I'll I'll talk my point when brendy's done all
1: right so so in order so for the, for the proper criteria in my eyes to be met, like if I was on you know some sort of sports committee, here's what I would decide. So I do believe that there is some importance of so okay, it's kind of it's kind of hard, hard to differentiate because different sports have this. Like the NFL has the All-Pro team, not the Pro Bowl, the All-Pro team. Um, and the NBA has the All NBA team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of lacking in some sports though. Um, like for example, in baseball where in baseball, you know, how do you, how do you decide whether someone or not is a hall of famer? You kind of, quite honestly in baseball, I feel like you kind of just look at the stats and be like, okay, did they take steroids? You know, no. <laughs> okay. Hall of famer. <laughs> um, so, so I would, I would have to say one of my biggest criteria for any sport is to have an impact on the game that has basically changed the way the game has been played or at least like in some in some effect. So like, you know, some guy hits you know 500 home runs uh in his career, probably deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because that's, you know, that's a very um minute uh group of people and it's a special accomplishment. And I think I think special accomplishments, you know, maybe you can make some sort of case. But then again, uh, I, I'm going to take it back to the NBA. Derrick Rose uh, is well, okay. So Derrick Rose, I would argue, maybe like he's seemed like he's turned his career around for the better. Mm-hmm. If you had asked me a couple years ago if Derrick Rose was going to be in the Hall of Fame, I would have said hell no, because mm-hmm. uh, he would have been the first person. You know, if 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 his career had stayed, you know, as poorly as it was going, he would have been the first person uh, in NBA history to win the MVP and not be in the Hall of Fame, because he was basically he was basically a case of like superhero to zero.
0: Like I mean, that that also had to do with injuries, but yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but you, you know, when when the man is healthy, like he still wasn't able to produce. Mm um you know it's glad to see that he's turned around um and he's able to have a very productive career so so i would have I not it, it's hard to tell because like you know for different sports you know different criteria is, is needed so also i will say this universally for every sport i would say you have to have an impact on the game like a trem- not a tremendous but like you have to be you yeah. have to you you have you have to be the transcender as as that's probably the proper yep. word I'm looking for.
0: That, that, that's that's the big point for me. Yep.
1: Um, and I know there are some sports where it's a little easier. I will say, and you guys can disagree with me. I think Pro Bowl selections in football should not even be a criteria at all.
0: Yeah, I I don't. I'm not a big. Uh, I mean, we've talked about this before. I mean. The all-pro team, yeah, that's one thing. But the Pro Bowl, I mean, you know, it, it's it's cool and all, but yeah, you know, I I'm not gonna say it's nothing because I don't think it's that, but I don't think it should be as big of a criteria as it is. Like, you know, oh, he's been the nine Pro Bowls. Look at him, like, you know, it, it's it's uh right. It's like it's
1: it's like he get he got to nine Pro Bowls because everyone was turning down their Pro. Offers
0: or something. And, and not yeah that too, and not to mention like for I don't you know this is kind of how I don't know if it's the same way for the, for the NFL, but in the NHL there has to be one player from each team. So like the team that's in the basement, what with some of the worst teams, has to have a representative for that team. Do so they really deserve to be in an All Star game? But on their record, it's going to say you know one All Star game because they were the only one on their team, like on a shitty team that made it. Like, I don't know, like I said, I can't remember if it's the same thing for the NFL. I don't, I don't H- know H-C- about the NFL.
1: Yeah. I, don't, I don't think so.
0: But, you know, I, I agree with that, too. I don't think it's that big of a thing. But, sorry. a <laughs> one off there.
1: Yeah, so, and honestly, it, it's also, like, it, it's also kind of, like, it, it may be a little biased of, of, how do I word this? It might be a little biased in terms of, like, if you've seen the man, you know perform live, you might put him ahead of the, one of the more like historical guys, I guess. Like I, I, I don't, I don't know if I don't know if I would. I do know that, uh, you know, I, I do know, you know, the, the Hall of Fame selection community has done that before, right? All right, and where, where were you going to say, Bobby? Uh,
2: I, I well what i wanted to get into when, when when we started about it um you know you mentioned you were talking about uh so it's, it, for me it's criteria right and this is where the controversial always seems to come in in any hall of fame is okay someone's as good on the you know maybe you know one of the best players you ever saw on the field but what are they like off the field right mm-hmm. um and and that's the thing that seems to be up for debate like is uh um is someone who's like one of the uh special players, you know, that 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 definitely from a playing perspective deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, but if they were you know, a woman beater or 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 something else off the field does that person deserve to be in the Hall of Fame?
3: No. <laughs> um <sighs>
2: So so I I, I I, 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 I mentioned I, I mentioned I wanted to bring the WWE into this because there this is where this happens pretty consistently. Um, let's take Hulk Hogan for example. It um, mm-hmm. was removed from the Hall of Fame after the uh, the Gawker scandal, um, where the sex tape of him was released, where he was saying some uh, racist things.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He has since been reinstated into the Hall of Fame. Um, now he I I from my remembrance I'm not looking at it, but he won his case. Right, um, against everything, uh, against the guys who leaked that tape and everything like that, um, but the the comments he made still exist. Right. So now, I gotta say this correctly. It's not like he it, he wasn't going out and 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 saying the uh the these choice words to anybody. But he was saying those words that he probably should not have said. uh, And it it was definitely pretty racist. (laughs) Uh, Does that give enough of a reason to kick somebody out of the Hall of Fame?
0: Well, I don't know. I said no. There's context.
2: There's context.
0: But I'll say this, you know. it's tough because i said no originally but you know the hall of fame is not it it should be based off your your perform because how do i word this
2: well let let me let me let me say this say this much as you're kind of getting your words together right so it's it's honestly and this is where the i'm not gonna say i swing one side or the other i'm not gonna get into that i mean what what the things you're saying is is stuff that you know the company in the hall of fame should not be siding with by any means, but can you imagine the way wrestling is? At least it was back then. And then it is today, uh, without Hulk Hogan, like he's the, oh no, it's impossible. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's the, he's the wrestler. Right. right. And the guy who still kind of goes around, like, you know, you got, you got the guys like the rock who w- was a big time wrestler, but now he's a big time Hollywood guy the Hulk Hogan is not a big time Hollywood guy. He's known as one of, or if not the greatest wrestler of all time. And that's still his gimmick. He walks around and yeah. he's Hulk Hogan, the wrestler, even though he doesn't compete anymore. Yeah. Right. Like, and he, he made, he made such a, you know, such a, you know, he sent wrestling the direction it is today. I mean, but he's, he got removed from the hall of fame for a lot of stuff. And he, uh, um he's been reinstated and he for a while 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 that whole thing was going on he wasn't allowed on tv uh once he's reinstated he came back he was just on this past monday when he was doing his uh when he was um um doing a promo for who we talked about last week uh gene uh gene oakland mean gene uh he was on tv for that um and i saw a bunch of comments of him like oh is the racist still on tv like wow yeah oh no is it it was it was it was a side that because i thought for the most part that people were wanting him back in the hall of fame and everything like that but no, there's a lot of people who kind of want him gone after the comments that he made i really shouldn't be surprised at this just the way uh cancel culture works you know it doesn't matter what you've done for 30 years 40 years 50 years doesn't matter you know you make comments like this and and you know you, you you kind of show some inner feelings and and some of your inner views and now you you' all of those past accomplishments are to be erased because X you know what I mean like yeah um and, and again I'm not gonna sway one way or the other on this at, at, at the moment but it's it's just it seems like a really tough spot to be in if you're a, a, you know someone like a director of the hall of fame or whatever that position may be because you know you have these prominent figures like i' I'll, I'll bring it to the NHL imagine if Wayne Gretzky was that guy. Like so, Wayne Gretzky, like the you know considered the greatest hockey player of all time, of all time, arguably right. Mm-hmm. And now, imagine if he was that bad guy outside of the sport, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, Does side he,
1: side note, that's actually an argument. No, right. no, no, no. He's just he's <laughs> just making a
3: point. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: like so, ima- imagine he's that guy. He's the guy. He's the racist outside, or he's he's committed some heinous crime, or or, or done something stupid. You know, you got you get my drift. Imagine if he did that, can, you know, can he get kicked out of the hall of fame for that or what, I guess he can, but would he,
1: I
0: don't think he would. So I'll go back to what I was trying to say before. Like, I feel like the hall of fame is based on your accomplishments on the field. And I know, I know there's a part of it that's off the field stuff, but you know, the hall of fame was created uh, essentially to, to uh, show the excellence in your field, uh, so whatever it is, sports or, or, you know, uh, you know, hockey, um, you're the, you're the, one of the greatest of all time on, on the ice, statistically, whatever you're supposed to be put into the hall of fame because of that. Um, so I, I guess it's also circumstantial. Like if it's something where, like, you know, if it's like a minor kind of off the ice thing, like that's one thing, but if it's, you know, or off the field, whatever. Um, but if it's like, um, for example, Ray Lewis, a lot of people think Ray Lewis murdered a person. Um, you know, should he be in the hall of fame? Like, like, you know, it's if, if you, here's the thing. If you think being in the hall of fame is about what, what they have done on the field, what they have done for the sport and what, you know, with what they did, then yeah, they should be in the Hall of Fame. If you think it's that, and you know, they're what they've done off the field, blah blah, then then you're on the other side. It's kind of just what you want the definition to be. Um, like I said, I think the Hall of Fame for sports is, you, you know, it, it's really just based on what you what you did on the field. Um,
2: the the. This becomes this is where it becomes problematic, right? Because there are people who, you know, like I said, who you know they do something and that's all they can kind of think of, and deservedly so. Like if you have a guy who, like, okay, um, uh, like imagine if OJ was in the Hall of Fame,
3: <laughs>
2: right? Like uh, top football player, right? You know, one of the best, arguably, that has ever been on the field, but you know. Now, well, I guess so. His is a little more complicated because he came out. Well, I okay, maybe not. So for the murder of uh of uh, uh Nicole Nicole Brown, right? That's her name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, or Nicole Brown Simpson. Uh, he was found not guilty, but it is widely believed that he did. Oh, he, it, and he, that he, literally,
0: he literally admitted after he did. Right. It. Yeah,
2: and wrote and wrote the book. If I did it, which. God I, I you did it, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but he now eventually he ended up did getting going to prison for uh, a separate robber uh, robbing and kidnapping charge. but um, you know, if if he was in, you know, the Hall of Fame for all the things that he did on the field, can you honestly? Sit there and say that he belongs on Hall of Fame just for that by itself. Because when I say O.J. Simpson, what's the first thing that comes in your mind? I, it I'm, ta- It's definitely not football. Yeah,
0: like you say it's not football. <laughs> it's definitely
2: not football. <laughs> and, and this is where the problem is, right? So you have somebody like, you know, so let's take. Uh, I'm trying to think like, OK, so, yeah, Ray, Lo- you mentioned Ray Lewis, right? They think he killed somebody, right? Or, you know what? Let's say Aaron Hernandez was it oh. <laughs> okay. somebody who got convicted for it, went to prison and ended up tragically passing away. Right. Right. What's the first thing you think of when I say Aaron Hernandez?
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Right.
2: You know, it's 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 and that that's where the problem is going to be. And for some people, you know, and, and, and I brought up Hulk Hogan in the beginning of this whole thing, you know, for for Hulk Hogan that's something just people can't get by anymore is, is the comments that he was making in that, in that leak tape. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now for me, it's really hard because like I said, it's hard to picture any type of wrestling without Hulk Hogan. Right. Um, I, I don't want to get into whether I believe is the hall of fame because honestly, I don't know what the right answer is because I see both sides of this. Um, but for, for other examples that I mentioned, like OJ Simpson and Aaron Hernandez, uh, you know, wh- what do you do? Like, it, you 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 cannot possibly. I don't think you can put those guys in the Hall of Fame because they're not famous for football anymore. O.J. Simpson is famous for the murder of Nicole Brown Simpson. Aaron Hernandez would be famous for the uh, whoever he he ended up murdering. I forgot. Uh, I'm forgetting uh, their
0: name. Odin Lloyd.
2: Yeah, Odin Lloyd. That's his name. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's it it's a. Uh, I think it's a tough slope, but. I guess to answer the original question about what classifies to be somebody Hall of Fame. I'll agree with you that you know the first step is going to be um you know what you did on the field, a, right? A, like you a transcender. Right. Yeah. So you you're you're somebody who came in here and changed the game in some way, right? But you kind of have a secondary responsibility with being a professional athlete and that's to set a bit of an example. Now I'm, you know, I'm not saying you have to, you know, do what like take take LeBron James, no question Hall of Famer, mm, it's yeah. it's not remotely a question, on and off the court, right? Mm-hmm. T- take him as the prime example of this. He's he's he he's the guy that they're arguing is better than Michael Jordan, and, and he's also like he opened a school for underprivileged kids has has done numerous. Uh, I believe charity things and he's also big with his kids. Like yeah. it's something you don't hear about enough from professional athletes. The first thing you hear about professional athletes is after uh um you know besides their playing is oh he did this. Um and it it's always ended up being something bad. It's always oh he knocked this woman out in an elevator.
0: Let me oh, oh he beat well, his
2: kid with a stick.
0: Well, that's what I was just going to bring up. Do you think AP deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? I,
2: I, dude, it's, it, it's, it's hard to say. If, if, if we're going off the merit that you have to be on and off like a, a standout person, then he definitely doesn't. However, he was definitely, uh, I mean, it argues now because his career's kind of been on decline the past few years. He's been from team to team. He was complaining with in New Orleans and yeah. you know, whatever. So, you can argue that, but for the first half of his career, he was absolutely what, what Brendy said, a transcender, right? I mean, he was just dominant. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous how good he was. Um, I, I definitely could see, uh, him being at least thought about and in the, in the talks, if he hasn't been already, I mean, he's still playing, but so there's a while to go, but, um. What I was going to finish off with is that I was going to say, like, so at this point, what classifies someone to be Hall of Famer? You have to be someone like LeBron James. You have to be a transcender, but you also have to be the standout off the field. You just because mm-hmm. that you're going to it's going to be like what I'm saying with O.J. and Hernandez. I mean, I, the, the, by the way, those two. Kid, yeah, they're not, I know they're not Hall of Famers, but they're, they're obviously they can't be for reasons I'm specifying. Here. <laughs> <laughs> like. That that that's what I'm getting at is that you don't think about what they did on the field when you say their names, right? Let's look at it was, it was Hunt, right, for
3: the Chiefs. Yeah, Kareem. Yeah, yeah. that.
2: So it, you know, somebody who you know, if he had his career still going, at least on the field, definitely would have been talked about, right? I or at least I would think so. I mean, I'm not gonna say he was a Hall of Famer per se, but I'm gonna say that he'd be at least thought of, right? Well, but so, now this happened, and now he's off the Chiefs, and now he doesn't have a career.
0: So. Here, uh, I because I, I want to bring up another point in a second, but I just want to say my, I, I think Brandy kind of said it perfectly with being a transcender. I think you have to leave an imprint on the game you play. Um, you know, I, I when I was researching for or not researching, research, when I was thinking about this, I thought about this point, and I know it's a terrible point because he's literally played like ten games uh, this this year. But Lamar Jackson, I and I'm not, I'm I just need to say this about him. Lamar Jackson is doing something right now in the NFL that you know we we don't really see the way he can run the football as a quarterback and do that. If he continues this throughout, throughout his career, um, and Dreshae becomes a Hall of Famer, he does that because of what he did, you know, he he did something that revolutionized the game. I think you need to you, you need to you know I, I, I revolutionize is a strong word, but you know you need to leave your imprint and you need to. Uh, be so you know dominant in what you do that it it changes the way people think. You know they they have to defend against you differently. So they have to change their way because you're so dominant. Um, here here's you know,
2: here's, the, here's the go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. I you know I, I just I, I think that's the the main thing for me. I think you know stats uh is the big thing. But you know it's you just you need to. Be like you said, transcender and you need to be dominant. So So, I mean that's my point. Here's
2: here's here's one thing though. Here's here's one thing. Who is Lamar Jackson always compared to?
0: Um I was gonna say Colin Kaepernick. Is that the answer you're looking for? No.
3: No. Is
0: it someone someone that
1: plays now?
2: No. You're you're talking so you're talking about how Lamar Jackson is able to run the bar. Oh Michael Michael Vick. Michael Vick. Vick, Yeah, Yeah, I was I
1: was thinking about that. I didn't want to Yeah. So
2: Michael Vick is another example of what we're talking about, though. Yeah. Right. He's he's talked about on the field because Michael Vick was kind of the first guy who kind of um, was the transcender of the running quarterback. Like He right. was the quarterback who could throw dimes downfield, but could also run the ball almost as good as a as a as a top tier running back. Like yeah. and he, he revolutionized it, it, that style, brought that into the NFL. And now you see guys like Amar Jackson uh, picking on that kind of out. And as soon as you see a quarterback like that in the NFL, he's immediately compared to Michael Vick every it, single it, time.
1: It, and I think Michael Vick, didn't he like break the rushing record for a quarterback in like his third season? Yes. Uh,
2: Yeah. yeah <laughs> so he had, he has the, uh, he holds a record for most career rushing yards by a quarterback, which is 6,109. Did, and most rushing yards that? by a quarterback. Yep. He holds the record for the most career rushing yards by a quarterback at 6,109 and the most rushing yards by a quarterback in a season, which was 1039.
3: Now, it, are you
1: looking uh, at a standings list? Cause I got to ask who's second.
2: Uh, I can get the standings. That was just his bio that I was looking at, but I can, I can look that up real quick. So Uh,
0: while you're looking that up, so I want to bring up another point real quick. Um, you know, is there a difference between somebody getting in the hall of fame? Um, if they're like, if they do an individual sport or a team sport, is there any difference with that? Like, you know, um, boxing or MMA or, um, uh, yeah i don't know I, I, think, uh, sw- I, I think swimming with michael Phelps, like if you know like <laughs> is there a difference between that and uh, doing that uh as a individual rather than doing it as a team sport
2: it 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 well cuz it it well, it's a different kind of it's a different game each time obviously i mean for um you know baseball you're up to the plate right and there's only so much that can, you know when you're at the plate there's only so much a, a coach can do to help you you know, mm-hmm. give you signs and, and whatnot. Um, you know, and when you're playing defense in baseball, I mean, it's a little more team based because, you know, you could have guys calling for the ball behind you and you guys are communicating so you can make the right play and make turn the double or whatever. Uh, but for, for all those purposes, you're scoring points by yourself. I mean, you're up there and how, how you hit the ball and how you make contact with the ball is what sets up your team, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily a team sport. Right. Mm-hmm. But you got, you know, you got hockey where, um, or, you know, where, where, where you're kind of relying on your teammates to make the play so that you have the open net or in football, you know, you're looking to get open. So the quarterback can get you the ball basketball, same thing, but boxing and boxing and, and you know, combat sports like MMA and everything else. I mean, you know, you're, you're, you have a coach or, 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 or on the, or team on the side, outside of the cage or outside of the ring. Uh, but for the most part, it's really on you and everything you've, you've kind of trained for. Um, for combat sports, what, what makes a, what makes a hall of famer or or a transcender is, um, something that, you know, they do something they haven't seen before. So Muhammad Ali, you know, for, for boxing, I mean, he's, you know, again, regarded as well, you know, the greatest boxer of all time, arguably, I know Mayweather is in that conversation as well,
1: Mm
3: -hmm. but
2: you know, uh, for, for, for Ali, right. I mean, he's, he was quick footed. I mean, he's known for his quick style and his hard hits right and then you got guys, guys like mike tyson who had the wicked right hand which is if you've ever seen it it's deadly by the way yeah it really is I mean, it's i something. played
1: punch out so i know oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 but like go watch mike tyson's fights his his rights are oh Jesus. um and you got mayweather who has a different style of uh, running around and waiting for the bell but um <laughs> you know, i'm just kidding. you know Maywe- mayweather is is for all those purposes a good technical boxer but those are guys who transcended the, you know, what, what, it, what a boxing style was, you know, traditional boxing style is, you know, punch, duck, weave, all that kind of thing. But there was something different about what they did, something unconventional that caught the eye and helped them win the matches that they won. Um, when it comes to team sports, right. Um, you know, for, for, for football, it's, you know, as much of a team sport, as it is, it can always take one guy to, to turn a team around, right? Like, let so gets hurt. And here comes Tom Brady. Look what Tom Brady has done since then. Yep. And take a look at, you know, probably the biggest, the best example I can think of is look at LeBron James with the Cavaliers after they won the finals. Carried that team. Yeah. Seriously. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. There's, there's a different, it's a different way for a a, a guy in a single sport uh, to to be in the Hall of Fame uh, talks versus somebody in like a team sport. Right, Um, Right michael vick was just you know it 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 wasn't his it wasn't his receiving yards or, or you know the, when um that he was known for at the end of the day he's known for being the guy who went out of the pocket can also run the ball mm-hmm. that's the thing like it it, it kind of depends i think
0: yeah um I don't know. I think we're all in agreement that, you know, you have to be uh, like I said, Bernie said the word perfectly because I think you have to be a transcender of of your sport. But like, you know, I think what's still up in the air for us is the whole off the field thing like um,
2: because it's tough because I mean, you can't like like I said, like you if you like Michael Vick's not going to go strictly because of what he did in what, 2008, 2007?
0: This might be a dumb question, but do you think it changes, like, with the people that, that, with the guys that get convicted? Like, like, let, let me put it this way, like, a guy comes out and says, like, something racist. Is it different on him than a guy that, you know, um... Michael Vick, like, who killed, like, was dogfighting, is it different if it's like, well, he came out and said these races, like, or is it the same level because it's still something bad?
3: Yeah.
2: It, it, it's okay. So I'm a believer in context, right? So, and then your question kind of goes back to what I said about Hulk Hogan earlier. He, he was removed from the Hall of Fame for the racist comments. Now he, the the lawsuit he was in was about the sex tape just being leaked and how legal that was. That's not. A crime that's him suing for you know illegal videotaping and release, right? But even after the court case was over, he was reinstated shortly after the court case, I believe. But the comments still existed, yeah, right? And that's I mean, that's not a convictable offense, but the comments were still there and they're not totally accepted by many people, right? Um, but I mean, accusations happen, man. I mean, um, look at Patrick Kane, yeah. Uh, who had uh sexual assault allegations against him now he was not convicted right um and you know so at that point he's cleared of everything right now <laughs> I, i've pointed this out to you before he still gets chirped for it
0: oh right? i i i kind of just giggled because i just remember i forget what stadium he was in but the fans were chanting she said no yeah
2: she said no there's a video of it on youtube i'll uh Oh, I forget. Terrible. I forget who it was. I, I want to say Winnipeg, but I don't think that was
0: it. it. I I can't even remember. But either way, yeah, yeah, know, yeah right. you, you you yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, accusations happen, right? And, and 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 you know, we look at Hunt's case from the Chiefs, right? Like he, um, his problem was like he hasn't totally been convicted for anything yet, but the video's right there, man. I mean, yeah, you know man. you you can't say no to what you're looking at here. Right, so you're the Chiefs, you know. Even if he does or does not get convicted, I mean, you're looking at that video, and you're like, "Well, shit, we can't keep him." Right. Like, we can't. We can't. We can't uphold this kind of behavior. Um, and I, I guess that kind of opens up a new point that I don't think any of us have made yet. The Hall of Fame is a brand.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's it's a brand in any sport, right? So the reason the Chiefs got rid of Hunt so quickly is they're trying to upkeep the brand, right? They they don't stand. For that type of behavior, the hall of fame for all intents and purposes should be no different, right? They're they're at the end of the day, they're a brand. If they let somebody like Michael Vick and they're a convicted dog killer or OJ Simpson, a, I mean, he wasn't convicted, but has later admitted to committing those crimes. They're not going to be taken seriously. And then at that point, the hall of fame becomes nothing. And right. then you're going to have people who are going to be boycotting it and, 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 the whole idea of the Hall of Fame is going to change and they can't have that happen. So when whatever Hall of Fame it is, whether it's football or hockey or wrestling or whatever it is, they got to be careful. And this is why they, they need to, especially now, right, especially now with the age of social media and the way news spreads, right, you know, it, it's not as easy to just kind of let bygones be bygones with anything because of how news spreads and how cancel culture exists, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, imagine if Michael Vick, I mean, this was 10 years ago and it's still heinous and it's still just as bad as it as it would be today. You know, can you imagine if Michael Vick did that today if he was still playing, if he did the dogfighting crimes? Yeah. He would be way, he'd be out of the league in a heartbeat, but let's look at everything yeah. that happened after the conviction. He was convicted in 2008. He was released from the Falcons. He was suspended, served some time in jail, came back, immediately played for the Eagles, Jets, and Steelers. Yeah. Now, and was also hired as an analyst for Fox sports. And I believe he's a, yeah, he's a, he's a, uh, offensive coordinator for the Atlanta legends now. Right. So he's still got the career. I feel like, I feel like he doesn't have one. If, if he, if he did that today, you know what I mean?
1: I I, 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 I will, I I will, I will say this. um, you know, being around Atlanta, my whole life, much of what Michael Vick has done, like in terms of what he's done on the field, um, will always be remembered. And it's, the whole dogfighting thing, quite honestly, not forgiven, but it's forgotten.
2: You know? Yeah. And yeah. it's 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 a question that I don't think there's one answer to is, is that the right way to do it? I mean, Michael Vick, like like you know, the point I was making a little Mark Jackson or you know, Mike, Michael Vick revolutionized and introduced that style of the of the running quarterback, the 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 dual threat. That's the name of it, mm. the dual threat uh quarterback. Um, every person who does what Lamar Jackson is currently doing. is going to get compared to Michael Vick every single time. It, it's just how it is. I do it. That, that, yeah. That's who I refer to immediately because that's what he did. That's his thing was, on the game. He
0: was the first guy to do it. So it, it's, he's what he. Right. that's what he's remembered. Well, but, I, I mean, <laughs> if it was anybody but him, that's what he would be remembered for. If I'm
2: talking from a football perspective, I'm going to mention Michael Vick as a revolutionary player because of his play style. But I'm not going to sit here and say he's the model player because he's not. Yeah. He's nowhere close, and I guess that's where the line has to be drawn, right? And this is a question for the Hall of Fame, and there's no right answer to that. I feel like there's really no right answer to this at all. You know, it 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 really depends on moral value for everybody, and 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 what classifies somebody being in each Hall of Fame individually. But I I don't see how you put Michael Vick in it, man. I you know if if, if Michael Vick's even in the question anymore, there's no way. There's you there there would be fires and riots in that yeah. area, and you know it.
3: Um, yeah.
1: He would. He's okay. So I'm not sure. I'll have to do some research on. But if he's not already, like, I feel like Michael Vick, like, okay, not gonna get in the NFL Hall of Fame,
3: right?
1: Um, no, but I think he might get. Like, you you know how like you know cities and states have like their like local Hall of Fame. I think he'll. I think he'll probably get in the Atlanta Sports Hall of Fame. There,
3: there,
2: there was somebody who, um. There was somebody else I wanted to bring up wrestling wise because it was it was a better example of kind of the point I'm making because I've talked about Michael Vecca, talked about Aaron Hernandez, OJ Simpson, three guys who will never be in the Hall of Fame because of their outside, you know, convictions and and and, and activities and whatever. Um, so uh Jimmy Superfly Snucker. Uh professional wrestler, uh, you know, again, who uh had some revolutionary ties in wrestling. He's in the Hall of Fame. In twenty fifteen, he was arrested on third degree murder charges. And manslaughter and involuntary manslaughter charges in uh, in a, a death from 1983 that this happened. Uh, he pleaded not guilty, um, but what ended up happening is that because of his dementia and as his health was declining, he was unfit to stand trial, and his charges were dismissed. So there's no there's no answer of whether or not he did it, but it obviously there was something that that said he did. Um, but he's still in the hall of fame
0: that's a, that's a tough call <laughs> yeah
2: and th- this is my point is that there's got to be some context with all this right yeah. i mean he's still in the hall of fame because for all intents and purposes he wasn't found guilty yeah he just was unfit to stand trial but you have guys like michael veck and oj simpson who are not gonna get in there for for for, for, for convictions yeah I, I guess so we have we do have to wrap this up i know we've, we've gone on pretty long with this but I, I did you have to define the Hall of Fame and that's a question that I don't think any of us here can answer right no. so if, if the Hall of Fame is going to be defined strictly on what they did on the field then that's what they have to come out and say however what the point I'm trying to make is that the public in general are never going to separate the two ever there's there's a you know there's a thing for me I, I try and separate the two but for guys like OJ and guys like Michael Vick. It's hard. It's hard to do that because that's not what I think of anymore.
0: I think in really any debate, I feel like this comes up more. You know, you have a debate and you can't really have an answer, and it most likely comes down to you need to define what you're talking about. But it kind of it's just how it is, and that's kind of the case here. Like it's it's again, it's if you're a believer in what if it's all on the field, then you know certain guys will get in uh when they've done bad things, but if you're the other way around where you're like, you know, they they've been convicted, they can't get in, then then you're gonna side on that side of the fence. It's it's really all that. Um you just kinda have to have a definition for the Hall of Fame and, you know, there might not be one, um <clears throat> you know, a uh, uh, a standalone answer. Um so it's really just kind of ha- how you swing but
2: but the, the thing is though is is, is the other point I'm trying to make is that like even if they okay so let's say the end uh, of the nfl came out and said you know hey um it's it's for this is for strictly people who revolutionized the game of football no one's gonna like it and right. they're gonna be they're gonna be their their hands gonna be forced to change it because as soon as somebody gets up there who doesn't belong there because of off-field standards they're gonna have a riot it's 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 gonna be terrible the backlash would be too insane that none of these brands are gonna be able to do it so as much as i'm sure they would like to put somebody like michael vick into the hall of fame they're not gonna do it they can't they they, they just can't
0: um yeah i you know we'll we'll wrap up the point here but yeah i i was a really good discussion um it's just again it's hard to (laughs) it's hard to give an answer just because again it's for for myself i don't really know which side i swing on like you know i i'm kind of in both minds here i see both sides of the point and that's the that's the tough part but you know um as for you know we talked a lot about the controversial figures um but you know, as for a, a guy who has a clean slate, um yeah, I think it really just comes down to did you leave an imprint on the game? um you know, in some cases, did you revolutionize it? do your stats back it up, and then you know go from there and, and depending on what sport um I guess that also matters as well, but we I will, did want
2: uh, I did want to yeah, answer one question because I never uh so, so I looked up uh the quarterback rushing yards, so Michael vicks at the top of all time with six thousand one hundred and nine. Randall Cunningham is the one who follows him in second place with four thousand nine hundred twenty. Wow. Uh, Followed behind him is Steve Young, who uh, got four thousand two hundred thirty-nine. Cam Newton is actually in fourth, right that,
1: now. That doesn't surprise me. I thought yeah. Cam Newton was like, he has I he hit
2: fourth. Like he hit four thousand. I'm trying to find the exact number. This was last year, uh, November 2017. When I'm seeing him for that. He had. I don't see how much he has currently. Yeah, he's okay.
0: probably he's probably up over forty five hundred, I would think. But so it,
2: it's funny, though, because I, uh, I just sorry, I just saw this, that AP's still in second place for rushing yards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Nah. I mean like I said he's a, he's a no doubt hall of famer if if you take what he did off the field. So that's that's right. the whole kind of point I had. But the um thing. let's move on. That was a good conversation. Yep. Uh we're going to move on to in case you missed it and we'll probably cut the uh NFL divisional preview because we we're running short on time, but yeah, for now, Brendy, uh let's hear you in case you missed it.
1: All right, boys. So, in case you missed it, brought to you by nobody. Um, so, so one of the things that uh, NFL, not NFL, uh, MLB teams will do during the off season is they will often host fundraisers inside of their inside of their stadium. So, one uh, one of the local news stations uh, inside of Kansas City decided, you know what, we're gonna fly a helicopter above the. Uh, the Royal Stadium, and just just see what what, uh, they're doing in there. So the helicopter uh, is is flying above the stadium, and it gets an aerial view of the big board, the big screen, whatever you want to call it, uh, and people playing Mario Kart on it. Uh, And it says, let's see. It says that they uh they throw baseballs and red and red shells at the Royal Stadium. Uh and apparently uh they were doing some sort of fundraiser um to kick off the new year. I'm not exactly sure what it was for. Um but quite honestly, you know, if it's they're doing some sort of fundraiser charity thing, I think they're doing it right.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. A lot of people came out and were like, you know, I don't know. I guess they were joking. And we're like, uh, who's going to get fired over this and blah, blah, blah. but I, I, I seen something. Yeah. It there was some charity thing going on. And, um, basically that was a part of it or something. I, I, I just literally seen a tweet and I'm, I don't know where it went now. Cause, uh, my timeline updated, but, um, one, of, I think it was like one of the bigger news reporters had said that, uh, and, yeah that's you know it's kind of funny yo imagine that that has to be so cool though like playing on oh, a yeah. screen that big like that's gotta be awesome
1: absolutely and the screen though like i'm looking at the screen like it, it's kind of it's kind of a thin screen like it, yeah like it, it's it's got more vertical height than horizontal and i don't know i just feel like that might be a little weird right <laughs> I just feel like yeah. it would be stretched out or something. <laughs> we know, it's funny.
2: This isn't the first time I've seen this. I remember uh, there was a video. They, I think they hooked up uh, Madden to the Cowboys uh, overhead. Which, mm-hmm. imagine that. That thing yeah. is massive. I think they played. I think I think it was like a make a wish thing. If I recall correctly, they hooked up Madden to it. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's it's <laughs> I, I, I I saw pictures of this earlier. Yeah, I think that's cool as hell. <laughs> yeah.
3: I like right, that. Think so. oh, I think yeah, I, yeah. I think
2: it's a, I think it's a dream for me. I'd love oh, to yeah. uh play it at like at, at the link or something.
1: Uh, or, uh... It's it's definitely uh definitely fundraising done right. Now. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: That's the right way to do it.
1: All right, moving on to the next story. So you guys may have heard about this. Um GameStop is going down the drain, and it's been going down the drain for the past few years. Yeah, because I, was say. <laughs> I I would probably have to say the biggest thing isn't necessarily like Video game sales—it's just digital sales. Um, things are not really—they—the uh, whole digital market now is just kind of killing GameStop. Um, so rumors uh, have circulated around for the past couple of years, but this is this is kind of becoming a little bit more certain. GameStop is looking to completely sell their franchise by mid-February. It's unknown who it's it's unknown who's exactly going to buy it. Uh the Wall Street reported that um a few people, Sycamore Partners and Apollo Global Management they're interested. Um Sycamore would most likely buy it for around 4 to 5 billion dollars. Mm. Um so I want to know is this the end for GameStop boys?
0: Well, I, I I think the first thing I would say is I don't know why you would Buy this because it's a dying business. um So being, the
1: only I feel like the only reason they would buy it is if they're going to transform it to something else.
0: Yeah, I, I mean that's the thing about it is you know the way of the world is is buying it digitally now. It's so much you know you, you can buy it right off your Xbox. You literally don't have to go to the store, and and that's what's kind of killing. It's the same thing you know. It's such a over talked about topic, but it's so true. Amazon is killing businesses. Um, because you know you can order something and get it the next day and usually it's cheaper um i'll give an example Uh, i needed a micro sd card i work at staples uh you know so uh you know i could get it there but i got it like the ones we had were you know 32 gigabytes it was like 30 bucks i got one off amazon it was 128 gigabytes for 20 dollars and i got next day shipping so like it's the same thing as that. It's, there's just some companies that are doing it right. They're killing other businesses. That's what's kind of happened to GameStop. Um, You know, it's just kind of the way it, it works. You know, you have to, you have to move on and you have to, you have, to, if, you, if you want to stay around, you got to change. GameStop has refused to do it. Um, You know, to my knowledge, they really don't have any online, you know, Way to like you know you can't buy it from GameStop online or, or I don't think you can buy like, a code from them and buy it online like either way it's just it's so easy to do it on your Xbox or your PlayStation so I mean you know it's if somebody's buying it and doing a makeover good for them but yeah GameStop they're they're done <laughs> they're gone yeah.
2: it, it's it's so. I, I I'll say there's still a tiny market for, for disc games because it, for all intents and purposes it's still it's a lot easier to trade discs than it is to do it digitally. I mean it's still there. Yeah, sure. Um, but and the other the other part, of it, I was gonna say that there's still a market for used games, which GameStop still has. I mean, I'll poke in there and then like we still have a classic Wii downstairs, which obviously they don't even make games for anymore. But you know, they still sell some used ones. Like, you know, just right. some, some old games. But here's the other thing, eBay and Craigslist are killing that. So yeah. it's it, it it's funny. So I want to hop on the Amazon point. Uh, so Amazon, for the most part, from my understanding, doesn't have, you know, so you, you talk about the micro SD. And for the most part, that's true. I do the same thing. I'm a, you know, I'm a film student and the gear I buy, same thing. I can go to Best Buy and get a micro SD, 64 gigs for $50, or I can get double that size for half the price. Right. And that, that goes for a lot of things I end up buying. And Amazon's always my first go-to because I usually find it cheaper. For video games, it doesn't seem to be the case very often. Usually, the prices are about the same, if not maybe a couple dollars off. So, I don't think Amazon totally has video games in their market. But what did definitely kill GameStop was the fact that Xbox and PlayStation opened their digital store. And you can do it right on the console. So, I can go buy Black Ops 4 right from my console and I don't have to move.
3: I I don't don't got to do a damn
2: thing. I don't got to do a damn thing. And And that's awesome and I like it. Um... You know the next thing xbox and place you have to do is the hard drive space because that's just abysmal but um you know but for i don't so now i say this out loud but i know deep down that the internet and the digital age is a beautiful thing and that innovation happens every day i don't know how you compete with this digital market of of playstation and xbox i mean they all their games go there um you know it, it it you know it's so simple it's easy there's really no problems with how it works right So unless somebody has some out of this world plan and they buy GameStop and they're like, oh, yeah, it's a digital market, but it's basically the Amazon of video games. We're selling $60 MSRP video games for $45. Then I don't know how GameStop ever gets off off the ground, like at all. I really don't. It's going to end up becoming the blockbuster. I was going to say
1: blockbuster 2.0 possibly.
2: It, no, that that's exactly what it'll be. There will be like, one left, and then there will be a Twitter account for it, and it'll be very sad. But it, it's it's it, <laughs> you know, um, it, it sucks because you know I used to be a GameStop Pro Rewards member, um, you know, what was it, fifteen a year, and then uh. You know i'd get the mat yeah. the game informer magazines yeah. and a lot of that stuff i still have some of them oh
1: yeah I, I, I was i was big on the game informer was, thing. well i i well that
2: was the only reason i was getting the pro membership anymore i wasn't buying games for gamestop i just wanted the magazine because i still like the magazine i think i canceled a year or two ago because the last magazine i got was when world war ii was coming out like and it, it, the the covers are still cool the magazine's still really cool um, it just, you know, I, but I wasn't using the pro reward points for any, anything else. I wasn't going in and buying games. I'm buying games from my Xbox or Amazon. So I don't see uh, a good ending to the GameStop story, but I definitely do appreciate the fact that it existed in the first place.
1: And even, even if GameStop ends up going down the drain, like whoever, like if GameStop ends up being sold, like good for the original owner. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, nah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'll say though that, um, you know, I mean, the, the, you know, uh, the last thing I want to say is that the the only thing I want to buy a disc for is I want to go buy the last Madden because I want the Tom Brady cover, but that's just a memorabilia item to me. That's not even a game I'm totally playing. I just want. All to right.
1: That, it? All right. Well, last last story. Um, so you guys may have heard. Uh, well, we talked about this last week, so of course you heard of it. The <laughs> Madbox game console. Mm. Um so there, <laughs> so we, we, Tyler's we,
3: new favorite console
1: so <laughs> we so we briefly discovered this a little a little bit last week uh and basically how poorly like the Tyler was kind of dissing on like how bad the design looked and kind of the how the logo looked on the box well, guess what Tyler I got some new designs for you and i want I want you to take a look and see if you like them uh so i'll hey, I'll I upload them it's to, gonna be a meme. I'll, I'll upload them to you now what
0: see that that's much better. And,
1: and those those two right there they're thinking about making different designs
0: uh and i want to know what you guys think about it so we'll post this on what's the twitter this fir- what's this um, what's so, this first one yeah uh, so uh, you know everybody can see this now the what? second picture looks badass i won't lie the first picture looks like speakers um so i'm not really sure yeah, what the
2: hell there. is can you explain what that first picture is like what does act- is that like a smaller like slim version of the console
0: that's that's
1: from a Madbox designer, so I'm not entirely sure. He said he said they were undergoing some different console designs, and uh, and didn't quite specify exactly what the hell that thing is. So, uh, wait, but I kind of I, I, I kind of assume. assumed it was a console, which it looks too small to be a console anyway. Um,
2: wait, so I want to point out a couple things here that I'm noticing from the designs. I don't see a disc tray on the second one.
1: Yeah. Well, it, well I mean this it's just a graphic though.
2: Right, but if that's what the console is, I don't see where the disk tray would even go.
1: I forget. I don't know. Maybe it's I, I, I know, but this
2: this goes to what we were just talking about though, is what I'm what I'm getting at. Is that I yeah. wonder if this is the plan maybe is you just,
1: to... maybe you just put the C D on top of the console and it works. Yeah, that's definitely how that works. <laughs> and I'm also noticing
2: so I'm also noticing that it tells you when you have an email.
1: So Okay. Yeah, yeah there's so a the, new email.
2: Well, so well, so look at the front. So the front's actually not uh, a hard like metal piece. It looks like it's an LED board of some kind because look, it says now playing Project Cars 2. So that's the game inside that's being played on the console. Right. And I guess that changes with every game. And I guess you can hook your email to it. The damn thing's a computer. (laughs) I'm telling you. And I said this the other day, but.
1: Yeah. No, consoles that's... are basically mini computers now yeah
2: i like the open top so you can see the inside of the console i love that shit i love right, the and... i love the clear control i i would love to get like the the clear controllers that they sell at, like walmart and gamestop and all the most... time they're really cool you can see the inside but god do they suck
0: yeah i was gonna say they're like the cheapest piece yeah. of this shit ever oh my and, god but they look
2: cool
1: just and just just for linking uh for uh, just for linking for the uh, video, but here's the uh, here's the guy. His name's Ian Bell. He's actually a des- he's a designer for uh, Slightly Mad.
2: One of our uh, out one there. of our out there designs. But oh, it's a cooler. It's a fan. Okay.
1: Yep. And what? where where the f- okay? And then and here's and then here's the other tweet. Okay, so it, so it's a fan. Oh, and then This is the console. I, so yeah, those I like are that the- wrong. A little bit. Sorry,
0: I'll fix that.
2: Yep. Yeah, okay. I mean, these are cool. <laughs> I, I i'm not gonna buy it but this is cool
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I don't know wait, 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 i mean you know? i mean the other the, the the first picture we seen looked like it was there about the go. size of an external hard drive and yeah. that it was like it all lit up cool. led and it looked weird this one looks much better so if they do end up going with it i would uh, hope it was something like this but um
1: and uh-huh. last, last thing for you, Tyler, um, you can uh, rest your balls on the original design. <laughs> what
0: the fuck, man? <laughs> Look at this shit. What? <laughs> terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. All right. Uh, this we is have
2: never to, going to come to fruition.
0: We have to move on. So we were going to cut the NFL predictions, but we're just going to very quickly go over, because I have work, uh, what's going on here. So. Uh, sorry to cut that so brief, but I'm literally running out of time here. We want this uh, to
2: be our living, but we don't have the support yet.
0: Not right. <laughs> um. So first game, uh, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, hosting the Indianapolis Colts, uh, matchup here of two MVP. Uh, well, I think at least MVP caliber quarterbacks. Although I know you'll disagree. Um, who do you guys have? Quickly? Chiefs.
2: Chiefs. E, I. I... Colts are hot, so I expect this to be a little bit of a ball game, but I still get the Chiefs by at least two.
0: Uh, I'll say Chiefs win by less than a touchdown. By the way, the line Uh, on this game is uh, um, Chiefs minus five and a half, which I thought was more. But That's it? Yeah, that's what
3: I'm
0: saying. Um, Okay, next game we have. What is the uh, New England Patriots hosting the Los Angeles Chargers? (sighs) Ah, uh, the line on this game is Patriots minus four and a half. Ah, uh, Bobby, your prediction.
2: charges are hot, man. I'm scared. I'm honestly scared for this game, but we're we're uh, we're at home. We're that Stadium. Um, so you know, we, we were always good there, You know, definitely helps us each year, definitely to be at home. so I'm, I'm hoping we take it. Uh, i'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go on my gut and say the Patriots pull us one out, but i'm I'm gonna say that's definitely not
1: gonna be easy. All right. Uh, this is going to be my upset of the week. I'm putting, I'm I'm choosing Chargers over Pats. The guy just, who
2: doesn't believe in the <laughs> goddamn Chargers. <laughs> wait just, oh, no, wait,
1: wait no, no. a second. Oh, no, wait no. a second. We don't we don't have time for this. We'll talk about this some other time. I'm yeah, just wait. saying. I'm. That's as far as I'll probably have them go, though.
0: Oh my god. Um. Okay. The for some reason. Okay. Sorry. Oh, you, uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, I'm going Patriots. Uh, they're at home. Um, they never lose at home, and it's the playoffs, and Tom Brady's in the playoffs, so they're not losing. Uh, <laughs> next game we have here is uh, the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I will pick the Rams, uh, and I don't think it's close. I think it's uh, a two-score game at least. I, uh, I hate
2: Cowboys fans right now.
1: <laughs>
0: <Come on. laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Rams also. I feel like they're just the more
1: well-stacked team.
2: Same here. I got, I got, I got the Rams. I mean, Todd is gonna be a beast. I am so excited to see him in the postseason. You have no idea. Yeah, it's so nice, man. He's too. He's so good. <laughs> Todd um, I
0: love you. And the last game of the week is the Philadelphia Eagles, um, who got thrown by the skin of their teeth uh, against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, you guys can, Bobby, go ahead with yours.
2: Let me make it. Let me make a note about something in case nobody has seen it yet. It was not a missed field goal. It was actually blocked.
3: Yeah. Well, so, it was
2: tipped, yeah it was tipped i should say it was very yeah. much it was tipped which you know i so I, parky can maybe sleep a little bit better now knowing <laughs> that it was tipped because he probably didn't realize but yeah. he, he might have thought that the i don't know he might have felt wrong the entire time but who knows but yeah so i feel bad for the guy that was terrible to see um i couldn't believe it but um yeah eagles by the skin of her teeth Oh, uh, man, you know, it. I, I, you know, on paper, I think the Saints have this one, not to mention they killed the Eagles earlier this season, like yeah. absolutely obliterated them. Um, so I want to say the Saints, but man, it, it's so tough to count the Eagles out in, in any of these situations. Like, it's so easy to count the Cowboys out, but the Eagles are pure magic when, when they get hot, yeah. man. especially with Foles now behind. So no, yeah, I don't know. They are. It might be closer than we think, or it might be a complete blowout. I don't think it's going to be in between, but I think either way, I think the Saints have
1: this one. Moving on, I have the Saints. All right, what's next? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, uh, I, uh, I, I, I'm going with the Eagles. All right, uh, I'm, I'm, just... I'm the, I'm the outlier. No. I, I'm telling you, man, there's something about them. Um, all right. No, so I, I'm,
2: I'm with you. I just think the Saints still win this.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. We had to go through that quicker than we wanted to, but we had some really good discussions today. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm happy with that. Um, we are going to get out of here. If you want to contact us, as always, we have our Twitter at Come Play Network. Um, and uh, we, you know, hope you enjoyed the video. If you did, leave it a like. Um, and we will catch you next week uh, for episode 17 of the Come Play Podcast.
2: Peace. Zach ditched us for extra hours at work.